County Produced by the E, the HNIC, repping New York City Live and direct, cause he always come correct When he does an interview, it makes the streets so good He stimulates the brain, your mobile device And he smash like the Hulk when he claps you with advice It's all about the news when he drops in beast mode So pay close attention, shit's about to explode Intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast, coming to you live from the Upper West Side, New York City, where we blow up the news on a verbal scale. My name is Efren Guzman, and my guest today, she's a bass player, she's an actress, actor, she's a writer. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Miss Natasha Blasik. Am I pronouncing that right, Blasik? Blasik. Blasik. I'm sorry, people butcher my name all the time. I apologize for that. That's okay. How are you doing? Don't worry, thank you. No problem. I'm really good. I'm really good. I'm so happy to talk to you. I'm happy to talk to you. Oh, thank you for having me. No, not a problem. Thank you for coming on the show. And um, it's great to talk to you. And, um, you know, you have, you're such a young age, you have a lot of work on your resume. You've been in a lot of stuff so far. Where did you grow up at? Tell the people out there where you're from. I'm originally from Odessa, Ukraine. Uh, it's, uh, it's a seaport uh, on the Black Sea, and um, this where I grew up, and um, went to school there, um, and then I just moved to to Los Angeles, and it's kind of a crazy life. But I started there in a beautiful city. It's kind of famous for uh, you know for being humorous city. Mm-hmm. We are famous for humor festivals. It's, uh, it's a beautiful city. It's a kind of like the architecture. It reminds you of Paris. A little bit. We have like um, the same guy uh, who who built an opera house. So it's a very lovely city, and I'm, I mean, I'm so happy that I spent my childhood there. Oh, was it a, was it a fun childhood? Did you have a fun time growing up in Ukraine? Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, I did have a good childhood. No. You know, some people say like, oh, like I was traumatic, like my childhood is not good. My childhood was really good and happy, and I was kind of like. You know, running outside and didn't know any better. Was playing on the concrete, riding bicycles around the farmers markets. I don't know. It was just like doing. Now that I'm looking back, I was like, "Whoa!" I was kind of like a wild child, like somewhere in the nature without any supervision. Mm-hmm. But this is what we did there. We would just play with the with each other on the concrete, and it wasn't. You know, it's just now I see it's not so pushy, like what I see here. But then I was growing up, it was, it was fun, and I loved, um, you know, my parents trying to give me the best they could. I was doing some um, uh, dancing that I was like a little, I went to gymnastics, I was playing piano, I started doing some theater, so my parents really wanted me to, to have, uh, you know, the ability to express myself, so I, I can't complain. <laughs> I think I was going to have childhood. Wow, so you was basically doing everything. You was dancing and, you know, athletics and stuff. You know, so you, was was your parents also, you know, when they were younger, they were into everything too? They were doing a lot of things? No, no, but I think it's like, it's kind of cultural there. You know, you just let your kids do, you know, like if you're a girl, you, you definitely go into dancing, mm-hmm. you know, like, and my mom was playing piano a little, so she sent me to musical school, and, um, I don't know, I just think, like, they really want children to be, uh, you know, well, kind of well-rounded people, and, you know, and I was, it was not such easy trips, like, I remember, like, I would go to, me and my sister, and we both were in dance schools, but we were in different dance schools, so my parents would, like, take us, 
literally take them an hour on a bus, like to get to one dance school, drop one child, then we'll go another 20 minutes to drop another child, then they'll wait for whatever hour and a half, and then we'll pick us up. So, I mean, now looking back, I mean, man, that's a lot of time. <laughs> like, as a kid, I was like, yay, dance class, it's fun. But now I see how much effort and time they put into our classes, so I'm like, yeah. Oh. So I'm really grateful for them that I could do that. <laughs> Oh, was was you and your sister in the same way, or your sister had a different vision in her mind? I don't know. We kind of like this, you know. Actually, when I was little, my mom always thought my parents always thought that my sister would go into more creative, uh, like be more creative with her life. But um, but uh, she uh, she's uh, teaching English now. She's actually a teacher, and she has her own English school. Wow. Now she works for Oxford Press. So. Um, it's not as creative as I think they were thinking mm-hmm. she's going to be, but they, they're really proud of her. They're really proud of her. But uh, I don't think they saw me being so creative. I was really shy child. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they were thinking that I'm going to be doing anything like that. But actually, my mom, she she's an engineer, and she was always telling us the story that then she was, um, I think, like at school or like finishing school. Uh, Somebody came over to her, some director, and said, like, I really see potential in you. I really like this audition for my theater, um, like, for, for a play. And she said she really wanted it, but she was so scared, and she did not believe in herself, so she did not do that, and she kind of regretted it. I think, like, for a really, really, really long time. Mm-hmm. So I think I grew up with this idea that's like, you know, don't regret. <laughs> <laughs> don't regret. But, um... I still, like, after school, I um, I got a master in economics, so I did go, you know, to business, mm-hmm. and um, and I was very happy with my choice, very happy, and I was one of those, you know, my friend, she, she was always telling me, like, you know what, I really hate this, I don't know why I'm even here, it's like, I don't know, I know that I will never do this in my life, and I was, like, so happy, it was, like, I'm happy that I got this degree, like, I'm just, I know that I'm going to be doing all this stuff. So, and then it just completely switched that I, I mean, I did not work as a, <laughs> too much as a, <laughs> as a business person, unless you think, like, show businesses or some kind of business. <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, yeah, and my parents were very surprised because, they pretty, we're pretty sure that I'm going to go into business and be a respectable human being. <laughs> oh, were they upset about that? or? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I listened to your previous uh, interview, and, and um, Alicia was talking about how much her parents were supportive of her choices. No, my parents were not so supportive of me being an actress. I think as a child, you know, I was, I was in theater, but nobody was thinking it's going to be like a career choice. Oh, they were very supportive, like just me being creative. But as soon as I found out that I really actually want to pursue it as uh, some kind of career, they they were just scared. Like there was not so much support. <laughs> That's a constant kind of struggle, you know. I actually heard like Nicole Kidman was uh, when she was accepting Oscar or something like this. She said like she said, you know what? Like I thought if. Uh, after I accepted an Oscar, my mom would be proud of me, but then I realized that it's never going to happen. So I just think now, like, 
my parents do want me to be happy in the end, so they're just worried for me if everything happening like I want, but I'm not, I'm not searching this, you know, approval because I know that I'm not going to get it there. Yeah, but um, okay. but um, 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 in the back of your mind, is this like a constant struggle? Because like, you know, you want some, you know, as as a child, you know, you want some acceptance from your parents. So you feel that you're still you're doing what you're doing, and you still want like at least a little bit of like, wow, this is great what you're doing. You want a little bit of acceptance. Oh yes, oh yes. It's, uh, I mean, uh, it's it's a really big deal for me. It's like it's a everyday kind of you know struggle, like. Just be strong enough to stand up for my choices and um, just do what I do. And I know that makes me happy. And I know that, you know, if I'm happy, it will make them happy. But I do really want acceptance. I mean, I can't, I can't help that. And, yeah, it's like constant struggle. And I get, I can get really emotional about this because, you know, you know, you love your parents. You want them to be proud of you. And, and you know, so they are sometimes. They would tell me, like, oh, we were proud of you. But then they would say, they're not. <laughs> and it hurts. <laughs> wow. Is it the Russian culture that's like that? Or is it just your parents in particular? I think it's actually part of the culture. I do think so. Because, you know, I talk to, you know, friends, friends. You know, we, I think it is because it's kind of like, maybe traditionally you are kind of tough on your children. Mm-hmm. You know, their parents were tough on them. They toughen us. And I think it's a little bit different, like, approach. Like, here. You kind of raise people with positivity and like you can do this. And over there, maybe it's like with different, a little bit approach. It's like maybe a little bit more criticism. And by this, they're trying to, you know, raise you up. So it is a different approach. And yeah, so, you know, <laughs> I like, yes, yeah, so it's crazy that we're talking about this now because <laughs> I wasn't planning on it. Yeah. And uh, that they, you know, that's very honest kind of, you know, conversation for me, because I don't even talk about this with my parents, like, how do I feel, because yeah. it's, it's hard, it is hard, and, um, yeah, so, but, you know, I, I really want them to be proud and supportive of me, yes, I am. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, it's always hard that way because, you know, it's like, you know, you could you could be successful in everything you want. I think there was an interview a long time ago with um, M. Night Shyamalan, and I think he did it on the Howard Stern show, where, you know, uh-huh. you know, you know, he actually, I forgot what it was, either he was nominated for an award or something. No, I think he was on the cover of Time Magazine or something like that, uh-huh. you know, or it was a cover of Newsday, something like that. So he told his parents, and then there was like, well, you know, no, no, it, it was a magazine but they actually well that's not that you know that's not as big as time magazine you know so it's like you know even though he 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 is where he is today his parents is like you know you're always wanting that those approvals of your parents and if you know they're not really happy with it almost it's almost like it's not it's not like your parents are not happy for you but you know they wanted to yeah, do a different yeah. different career path you know yeah i think yeah, that's a way to kind of push you mm-hmm. like oh you can do better and but as an art, like, yeah, I think in any profession, but especially as an artist, because you're already really open and vulnerable, and you're just, like, really susceptible to, to you know, feedback, especially, you know, your parents. Mm-hmm. And it is, yeah, and it, it can be tough, but, but I, I think, you know, I just, I want to do my best, and in the end, you know, I, you know, by seeing what I, you know, that I'm on the path that 
I think it's right. Mm-hmm. I think they would be, you know, happy. And, you know, and uh, I always remember that my mom would tell um, me the story that then she was in university. She really wanted to switch the major. She really did not feel that that's, you know, that's her right path. And um, she really wanted to do something creative, and she wanted to be a journalist. And she came to her parents, and she said, like, I really want to switch the major. And they said, no, you can wait. Like, graduate first, and then switch. Mm-hmm. And then she graduated, and then, you know, life happened, so she did not switch the major. Yeah. So, but that's, like, those ideas, like, I grew up with, and I was, like, I was always thinking, okay, you know, even stand up for your choices, even sometimes, like, you know, you know, nobody can know, nobody can get inside what's, you know, inside your heart and what's, so I, uh, like, even though I felt like she would understand me switching, because she went through that and she still regrets. Mm-hmm. But even then, she's like, why don't you switch to journalism? And I was like, Mom, I don't want to be a journalist. <laughs> <laughs> but but she, wanted to, she wanted to be a journalist. She was like, I don't understand. You can be a journalist. I was like, Mom, but I don't want to be a journalist. You wanted to be a journalist. <laughs> so I think, I think that's her case of, like, she loved me so much. She, like, and she said, like, we, we have so much alike. And I was like, Yes, we are in so many areas, but in so many areas we are not. We, we're still different people. So I think, like, she projects, and probably I project a lot on her. So, you know, it's, it's kind of like, yeah, it's, it's it can be tough, but I know it comes from, from love. Yeah, of course, of course. You know, <laughs> you know, there's an old saying that the, the toughest critics in the world is always going to be your parents, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. And, you know, I listen to her, like, slightly... She would always tell me, like, uh, because I did, like, much of beauty pageants, and I always dance for my beauty pageants, and she always would tell me, why do you dance for your beauty pageants? Like, what else should I do? <laughs> She's like, everybody dances. Like, you shouldn't be dancing. You should be doing, like, the poetry. Like, and because you're so good in English, you should speak English. I'm like, Mom, I'm a local Canadian. Like, everybody's dancing, and I'm, like, speaking from Shakespeare? I'm like, no way, I'm going to dance. So, and, you know, and I was, like, I keep dancing and dancing, and finally, like, I was like, um... I think it was already here. I did this Mrs. World pageant, and I was like, "Man, I should listen to my mom." So I actually decided to to do acting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, post artistic spirit, but uh, uh, so I did acting for my uh, Aaron Brockovich, and and uh, it went really well. And I actually, this is when I realized that I wanted to do more of it. So it's like you kind of listen to her. And uh, so she also was telling me, like, you're so funny, you should do comedy. And I was like, yeah, comedy, comedy is star-driven. It's like, I, like, I, it's hard to get into comedy. I want to do comedy, but now I start doing, like, comedy. And actually, we have to sing our own comedy now. It's like, hey, it's like, maybe I should listen to it with mom. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're producing, like, you know, our um, it's, um, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of, like, episodic, but then we'll put together the feature, it's called Natasha Zero Zero, mm-hmm. and it's, um, you know, if James Bond will be, uh, change his sex, change his sex and become, like, really crazy and lose his marbles, <laughs> it's gonna be uh, Natasha Zero Zero, so it's, you know, I'm listening, I'm listening to mom. <laughs> so so um let me um let me just go back a little bit. So you went to you got to LA, right? So you um you left um yeah. Russia, you got to LA. When did you start acting? Like when was your first gig? It was like I actually I uh, I got to LA and uh, people started asking me all the time, Are you a model? Are you a model? 
Yeah. And I was like, oh, I guess I should be one. There's people asking me. I was just like, it just happened. I met a person, and she just recommended me to the agency. And I started doing modeling. And um, and through the modeling agency, they actually sent me for a TV show. And I got a role on a Spike TV show called MGM. It was like, it was like really, you know, fun late night show, like lots of comedy sketches. Mm-hmm. And that was my uh, first uh, acting job. And I really, really, really loved it. It was just fun, you know, you're around creative people. And and for me, it was, it was just, you know, something that I never thought I would do. Even I did theater at, at home, but but it was such a great, you know, it was such a big dream that, you know, you don't even dare to dream. Yeah. You're just like, yes, this is some other people do, but... But I just, I just need to do stuff stay sensible and like go into business and, you know, build a career like that. But that's like once you try, I tried it, it's just like my heart got open and, you know, all this love for theater. Then I saw like a child who just came back. I was like, whoa, I want to do this. <laughs> and after that show, I kind of started taking more, you know, acting classes, like kind of getting more serious about it. So that's kind of what started oh, and in I'm- L.A. Or how how has acting changed your life? I think it, like it, it, it did change me as a person for sure. I, I mean, I besides discovering who I am and um, understanding what it is to be human, mm-hmm. I discovered film. You know, I discovered what love is. I discovered what is what is relationship. I discovered you know stuff that I remember one of my first acting classes. I was like acting basically awful. And uh, I felt like that it was totally cool. I was like pouting, and I felt like that's bad behavior. I was like, what? I always thought this is this is good. I was like, no, that's not good. That's bad. So it's just like you know, just to understanding what actually good, what's bad, what is that, what do we do? It's kind of like a psychology lesson, and uh, it's um. For me, it was just like a lesson on life and everything. I mean, I think I was, uh, it opened me up. And, um, I was, I was always very shy. I mean, still very shy. Now I'm talking to you, of course, I'm, I try to be very great. <laughs> but no matter what, like, I, uh, I, um, I like, yeah, I, I get nervous and, and for acting, because I felt like I was so lost in this world, I kind of found a way to express you know, myself find a way to to help others. Found I found a way to to be a part of community. It's just like all the things that I am today. I think it's because of acting. You say you're shy. You know, it's, it's weird because a lot of actors always say they're shy, and then you know you're acting in front of people. What do you think makes you shy about you know in, in real life as opposed to acting? Like, what is it? Why you're so shy? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> I I don't know. Like in real life. It's like I don't want to impose my opinion on people. Like I kind of, I can get they, you know, I don't want to offend people. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. And acting gives you, you know, in a in a simple way, there's a script, there's a character, and you just go for it. So in in a way, it is easier, just because it's kind of the path is already like built for you. You just you just go for it. But in real life, it's it's so many mysteries and so many, you know, so many ways you can go. And um, to know the way you want to go, that's it's a real gift. But yeah, and I 
don't know. Like, I don't know, maybe it's like from my bringing that I, I never felt like, you know, I'm enough enough. Like, that's what I'm working on. Mm-hmm. Just to feel like, to have the self-confidence. And I think from acting, I kind of built it. Like, the understanding of the world, the understanding of who I am in this world. So, I think with the time, I just feel maybe I'm getting... I don't think I will be... I'm still going to be, like, shy somewhere inside, but I do build more confidence about about everything and every aspect. So, I don't know. Yeah, but, you know, I can remember, like, my friend did, well, it's crazy talking to you. I just start remembering all this time that I was... <laughs> back, back in school, I was very little, like, you don't ever go that far. You don't remember this stuff, but you triggered something. I remember my first day of school, and I was, like, sitting on the last desk, like, you can't even get any further from the teacher, like, last, 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 last desk. And they were sitting, like, around the class, and were asking, like, you know, throw your name. Yeah. And I was like, I'm so scared. I was like, oh, man, I was like, I'm so scared. <laughs> and my luck, I lost my voice that day. So I could not even, like, say a word. So finally, they, like, it's my turn. It's like, you go in the back, say your name. And I was like, Natasha. And I was like, what? Natasha. And I was like, so bad. I lost my voice. I was like, the last, like, person. But, um, but, yeah, but. I was like, speaking, you know, like how you say you're shy, you know, um, a lot of your roles have been very, like, the very sexy type roles, whatever. Does roles like that make you, yeah. th- does it, like, conquer your shyness? Like, when you do a lot of those sexy roles or, you know. Yeah. Those, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, that's one of my last roles. I was on the set. And it was very revealing, like, it was, you know, it was a rough scene and not much clothing. It's like, yeah, it was like, I mean, for me, it's it's just like thinking, this is not about me, this is the character, mm-hmm. and this is what characters do in this moment. But I do work a lot on kind of like getting myself to this place. But then the DP came to me and said, whoa, you eat in your opinions, you're so comfortable with your body. And I was like, oh my gosh, thank you. Crazy <laughs> <laughs> enough, I work a lot to be, to, to be comfortable. And um, one of my favorite actresses is Monica Bellucci. Um, oh, yes, and I just great. think that she's, right, she's great. And yeah. she owns her body. She mm-hmm. owns who she is. Yeah. And that's what sexuality is, to be able to own and don't be apologetic. And that's, that's what I'm working on. And yes, I do have a lot of roles like this. I played a lot of roles and confident and sexy and being like, you know, happy with who you are and being like not shy, being in front of camera, kind of, they, they, but they're a little close, you know? <laughs> is it, um, um is it? I say, um, <laughs> I say, is it because, um, and, you know, you won, like you said, you won the, you was a swimsuit winner, um, in 2003 for the Miss World pageant, and that's really, every, every eyes are looking at you, but doesn't that give you a little bit of confidence, or you still, you know, you still have that shy quality, even after all that? Um, I mean, I think that's, like, it's one of my, I, I assume, like, not the best sides, but, yeah, I just, you know, I don't, yeah, I remember the day and I was like, oh my gosh, why would I want to go there? Like, I don't have a chance. I'm just going to walk there. And, and so then it's like, it, with this, it kind of gives me freedom because I think, okay, if I have nothing to lose, 
just go out there and show who you are. Like, just be who you are. And that's what I did. And I still felt like, oh, I mean, there's so many other girls who are so gorgeous and deserving. And I just, so I just did what the best that I could and just like kind of like put it out there and decided and I don't have a chance and that's kind of it. And then I won. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah. And, and like, I, I know this a lot of times that's how I feel about every time I get a role. I was like, what? I get it? It's like, but then, but then, So far, what is your most memorable moment in acting? Most memorable? I think, I think I, um, I shot a movie in India, it's mm -hmm. called The Black Russian, and um, it was a beautiful role. It was very complicated character. She was a, she was a cool girl, but she was living in India where it's like, um, basically if you're one there, it's, it's a caste society, so the man that she loved, she was not even treating her as a human in a nice society, but they did have really deep love connection. So to go to fight through for your love or what is love or like, I felt like that character was fighting for the idea of love and she was willing to sacrifice her life. Mm -hmm. But uh, give this idea of love, like pure love a chance. So that was really, you know, very emotional role, very, uh, very complicated, very, uh, you know, as a woman, like, very interesting for me to kind of go, go the direction. I think that for me was, you know, and plus, um, my love interest, um, uh, played the Indian, uh, actor, Yashpul Sharma, and he's, uh, he's a really amazing actor, and he's, like, so classically trained, and he was very giving, and it's just, I just had such a great time, like, like such a transformative experience. I just remember, like, even after, of course, like, when I came back home, it like, took me a month to get back to my normal life <laughs> because I was living in a space. You know, especially when you shoot in a different country and everything is different, it just kind of, you know, you go for it and just, like, tricks your mind. So it was, like, a crazy experience for me as an actor. And, I mean, I did love it so much. I felt like, I truly felt like I lived a different life with, mm -hmm. I was a different person. So that was really, really deep experience for me. So that role really made you feel like you really acted your ass off, basically? Like that was your most memorable role? Because like you, you became that character, correct? Yeah, yeah. I did feel like I went really, really deep for that. But you know, with every role, you go as deep as you can. Yeah. And I, yeah, so... But maybe because it was a different country, it kind of, it was, 
you know, that made me. It was it was such a different environment that totally put me in a different state of mind. But you know, every role you do, you put your best. You you give away. You give everything you have. I don't know, like. I mean, mm. after every movie, it takes me a while to come back, but in a good way, like, because I do, I do want to give my all, you know, and it's like, that's what I like doing, no matter what movies it is, like, it's a low budget, it's a big budget, I think, like, actors, they just give the best, it's like, you just go for it, and, and you just don't look back, <laughs> and figure out later if you yeah, what happened? <laughs> you have a lot of movies under your belt. So many to get into, though. But um, the most recent movie is The Martial Arts Kid. Um, I, I, I talked a while ago with Don and Cynthia about it. But um, give me your take of the movie. What's your opinion of the movie overall? And give the fans out there, um, tell them what the movie is about. Um, first of all, I was like, really grateful and happy to be a part of the movie. Because it is a family picture with a very strong, positive message. And... And I watched this movie, I think, four times now, so I kind of feel like I remember every line. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I just, you know, like, yesterday I watched it again because we had another screening in LA. And the one phrase really stuck in, your, in my mind, because it is, uh, it's set in a martial arts world, and it's a good dojo versus bad uh, dojo, and it's, uh, you know, what is martial arts, and... Is it just fighting? Is it street fighting called martial arts? Or what is it to be a truly martial artist that's based on traditions and it's all about protect yourself and others? But but uh, if somebody if somebody's attacking you, this is when you're allowed to you know to to fight. So it's always like traditions of martial arts, and this movie is full of legends, like people who were there in the movie. They really like some kickboxing champions. I was like. I was like amazed to be around such accomplished people, and including Don and Cynthia, and um, so <laughs> even after the movie, I started exercising more. I was like, hey, I was just kickboxing. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, but this race I was talking about, I was just listening to the, watching the movie yesterday, and it's like mind makes right or mind for right, mm-hmm. and I thought that kind of sums up, you know, the film. Mm-hmm. And sums up, you know, our behavior in everyday life. You know what is right, mm-hmm. and it's if you can get it, is it right to get it, or do you actually need to strive for something better? And don't think only about yourself, but think about others. And that's what film is about. And um, it's actually really amazing. It does go like teaches you about martial arts, like the technical part. The uh, you know, spiritual concept behind it, and I did not know anything. So everything I learned about martial arts, I learned it from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's it, it's really it, it's really incredible film. And I just think, I just think you know, it's like every family should watch it because it gives uh, you know kids uh, some kind of idea, you know, how to protect yourself and how to stand up to bullying. Because that's a really strong, you know, message in this film. And, you know, growing up in Ukraine, I didn't even know anything about bullying. I thought it was just like, you know, that's what you go through, like, toughen up. You know, it's like, hey, no big deal. So I think it's really great that they put a spotlight on this problem because it is, it is a huge problem. And just to, you know, teach how to how to work with this and what you can do. And uh, I think Cynthia, uh, 
was playing such an amazing role model, you know, the the female who can stand up for herself, the female who can, you know, protect others, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, you know, she does show, her character does show that it's, like, mindful, right? That mm-hmm. with people, that you, with people, you are kind of responsible for what they do, and you, you can, you know, guide them versus my character. <laughs> I was not a good girl. So my character is just like, really, like, she can manipulate and get what she wants at this particular moment, disregarding anybody's safety or well-being or any any circumstances. But, I mean, it was a fun part. <laughs> you know, just let it loose and just, you know, causing trouble and guys were fighting for me and, like, just, I know that you know the crazy things, but um, overall, that's not the character that you want to be. But it's you know, it's a it's a great lesson. I hope plus it was really fun, fun to play. <laughs> for, <laughs> Something for, like that. For you, um, the role is it easier to play a, a a bad role than a good role? Like, which one do you feel more comfortable doing? I think it's it's fun to play a bad role, but at the same time, you know, one of the acting rules kind of don't ever judge the character. Mm-hmm. So as a bad person. You usually don't go around and you think, oh, I'm bad, I'm bad, I'll do bad stuff, because bad stuff already written, yeah, written in the script, so, so you kind of, you, I played it, like, she's just crazy for this guy, I mean, she's so crazy in love and she wants him, and because as a, as a person she doesn't have much substance, that's her only, you know, hope to have a life that she wants, and you know, accomplishment versus the guy. So that's what I played. I played this crazy love that it's like unstoppable and you like you don't think, you just you just do whatever you because you're so desperate. So in this way, you know, I don't know, it's like I mean I think it's fun because because um <laughs> at least in real life I try not to do this thing. <laughs> But on the screen you can. Yeah. So here you just can go and manipulate a guy and I don't know. I don't know if it's it's fun. It's fun to play those kind of roles because you know, you you loosen up all your your emotions and ambitions and you just you just like what would you want without any you know you you don't filter yourself. That's yeah. what I loved about this kind of bad bad characters. No filter. What comments you got from other actors in, in your roles? Like, you, have you got compliments from other actors who enjoy your work? Yes, I did, and it's so sweet, and uh, yes, and it's, it's like, we just had a, a first premiere, like, theatrical premiere this Friday, and then it's like, uh, uh, Saturday, Sunday, and it was like so lovely, you know, yes, of course, like, and I respect their opinion so much, because, you know, they've been there, and they worked the same projects, and it's kind of wonderful to see you know, everybody's work, like, come together on the screen and how it works all together and the edits and, and of course, and they come to you, it's like, oh, you did a great job, but it's, it's really, a, you know, it makes you feel very warm and fuzzy inside and grateful. <laughs> <laughs> so I did enjoy it very much. And, you know, people were commenting on how much they enjoyed it and it was just so sweet that somebody will come to you and start explaining what your character did just so sweet. It's like, I didn't know what I did, but it is kind of fun to see from their perspective how did they get it and what did they see. So, yes, and I really appreciate, you know, feedback and and it just, it just makes, 
you know, like sometimes, like I've done, as you said, I've done so many movies, independent films, and sometimes it just, you know, for lack of uh, funding, it kind of does not go too far. So you put all this work and all this emotions, and then it's just like this movie just disappears somewhere. You don't even know what happened to the film. And it's not like it's a bad film, it's just like there's no funding to, to push and promote this film. And uh, there's no feedback or nothing, you just leave your heart over there and you just hope that somebody will at some point see it. But here it's like it's wonderful that you actually you put your heart, you put everything you've got, and then you got response. So you don't feel like you're living in some kind of vacuum, you know, that <laughs> nothing is around you. <laughs> so this is very, uh, like, rewarding and... It's such, and plus, it just became such a family. I just adore the people. I just adore people on the, on this movie. It's just truly, 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 like, supportive, wonderful group of people with honor because, you know, they actually know what it means and they, they do, they do what they say and they say what they do. It is, in a way, it's very refreshing. Sadly enough, but it's, it's just wonderful, wonderful to work with. <laughs> um, you're also a singer too, and you're a bass player. You're part of a band called Snowflakes. Um, how, how 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 did you get involved in that? How how did that happen? Actually, um, it's uh, it's me and my husband, and um, by the way, he also wrote a song for the martial arts kids. Oh, so wow. that okay. we worked, yeah, so we worked on that film together, but um. I think a couple of years ago, because um, I do, we do a lot of things together, mm-hmm. and I kind of dragged him into acting. As like, <laughs> because, you know, every time I have a role or I have a, I have a, a lesson, I would just come like you know home and I would keep talking about it for hours and hours now. Mm-hmm. And like, so he, for me, he learned a lot, a lot about acting. But he, uh, his, uh, his job, he writes songs. Um, he writes music for film TV. Uh, he's a composer, a songwriter, a producer. So he just thought, you know, because we do enjoy two things together, and he was really missing on performing live. And he said, like, you know what, you can learn all the lines. I bet you can learn how to play music. And, you know, I did play a little bit piano when I was uh, as a child. So she booked a, a show first. I said, by the way, we have a show in a week. I was like, what? He was like, oh, yeah. And she wrote she wrote a set of songs that, you know, kind of easy on a bass line. Mm-hmm. So, and he said, like, you can, you can learn it. You can do it. Uh, but first, I was not. But I love to push myself to do more and to do better. And I just like, okay. So I did push myself, and I memorized the set. And um, we did perform, and it was, like, so much fun. I mean, I know people always dream about being rock stars, but I was, was dreaming about being an actress. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, being a musician, I just loved it so much. You just feel this energy right away. And um, so we played the show, and right after the first show, I got endorsed by um, by a, a guitar company. It's called Baby Rock Guitars. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that endorsement kind of gave me, you know, a little bit of fear in my wings. Like, it's like, oh, you're pursuing it. You know, people actually like it. And um, and I started doing more and more. We played, I think, like, first year was, we played, like, maybe 20 shows that year. It just became, like, something really fun to do. And, and like, you know, this Friday, we're going to be playing in uh, Egyptian Theater in Hollywood for the movie premiere that my husband produced music for. Oh, 
Oh, wow. So it's became like, you know, additional part of creative life and I love it so much. And in a way it's with the meditation and then, you know, I really love to dance and I always, you know, I love to eat. And at green days, it's kind of like you are, like just, you know, grooving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Martin is a wonderful teacher. I mean, he... He's very patient, and he explains his... Oh, by the way, and the reason is the band called Snowflakes. Yeah. Because the bass, it, instead of frets, it has snowflakes. <laughs> and instead of telling me, like, the name of the note, even, I think I know them from piano, but anyway, he would just tell me, like, first snowflake, like, between second and third snowflake. And I was like, let's call it band Snowflakes, because I was... <laughs> That's the only way I can understand music. <laughs> First, no place. <laughs> like, I don't know what will happen if I have a bass without no place. I mean, they still have duck, but this particular one has no place. But yes, that's why, that's how Snowflakes were born. <laughs> and my musical career started. That's <laughs> it's fun. It's really fun. <laughs> Do you play? Um, no, I play, I, I, I'm more of a shower singer, so, um, you won't be able to hear me sing at all. <laughs> That's about it. Funny. Um, I'm I'll, sure you play good. Nah, nah, not at all. I can't, I can't play to save my life. <laughs> um, I was going to ask you, um, do you get a, a high when people are acting or more of being part of a band like in front of a live audience do you get like that high of like you know everybody's looking at you and screaming and everything it's 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 both really really amazing i think like with music you connect with people in that particular moment mm-hmm. and you can bring it back and that makes it that more special in a way mm-hmm. because once it's gone it's gone yeah and um that's what I love about music so much, the energy, the connection, the just fun of it. And, um, you know, I can be silly myself and just jump and do all this crazy stuff that I would do. <laughs> but acting, it's, it's, it's very different. It's more, it's more thoughtful for me. It's just, you know, you go deeper in yourself trying to understand like all the little feelings and so I think through through acting I do understand life more but for music I just it just gives the other side of connection to people and the joy it's just like everything good that's you know like you know just being happy in the moments with people and you know you look in the, in the eyes because in acting usually you just you know you can have like Hundreds of people standing around you who work in the movie behind the camera, but you can't look at their eyes. You just look at the eyes of people, you know, that you're acting with. But uh, in music, you are connecting with people. You can look at everybody who's in the room in the eye at that moment, and that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's really cool. Uh, I love that. Uh, how did how did um you and Martin meet? How did you guys hook up? <laughs> Online. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of a crazy story. Uh, yeah, online. Um, it's like it was so sad. I don't think it exists now. It's called oneandonly.com. <laughs> and um, yeah, yeah, I know the the, the the title is precious. And uh, yes, yeah, like, um, she found me online, and my sister friend, she she opened an agency, and she's like, "Do you wanna uh, date guys online?" I was like, "No way." 
There's no freaking way I'm going to beat somebody online. It sounds so crazy. I think now it's very common. And, yeah. But then it was something that, you know, just people don't do. It's like, no. But she was like, please, please, I need more clients. I really don't have enough girls. And I just like, just, just fill some, some questionnaire. So I was like, okay, fine. So at first I just, I didn't even put a picture or anything. I just filled some questions. I just, like, and then, and then she was getting all these letters. I was like, whoa. <laughs> and you start reading them and you do connect with people and just, just you know, it's like the whole new world, like they say. <laughs> and you know, people write like, oh, and I'm dreaming to walk on a beach with you holding hands and hurt you, like, ha ha, that's ridiculous. But then, what you think about it, it's like, who doesn't want to do that? I want to do that. I want to walk on a beach and hold somebody's hand. <laughs> yeah. So, and, um, for me, it's kind of give a chance to get to know a person more on a, like, a deeper level in a way, without judging your, um, you know, their looks, by the way. Mm-hmm. Because things like, and when we are choosing a partner, we do kind of based on this chemistry that looks, if we like it or not, how do we feel. But in this case, you do get to know a person first, and then the chemistry and then you see if you get a chemistry or not, so it's kind of backwards a little bit. But it, it worked. <laughs> yeah. And um, how long you guys have been together now? Oh my gosh, thousand years. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. It's, it's been so long that I don't even think I can tell the number. <laughs> oh my God. Don't let him hear this now. <laughs> I know, I feel like a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> Long, 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 long. Long time, long time, no problem. Long time ago. <laughs> yeah. But you know, the thing I say, I can say, I feel like it's getting, you know, better and better because I feel that I didn't know that I was a married type before, mm-hmm. but I knew for sure that I didn't want to be single. Okay. But I did not know what it was like to be with somebody, and it, it is work. Yeah. And I think in the beginning it was, like just kind of trying to figure out what it is like because I was so young that I, I met Martin he was just you know just like what's what happening like what's going on he was like I felt like we so fast and I didn't even know like what do I want so I think with time I uh, I understood myself more and I understood what it is like to be in relationships and um, I do feel like I got like really great partner and and uh, somebody that I, you know, I can just hang out with and share everything. And I'm a Gemini, so, and actually funny, he's a Gemini too. Oh, wow. So we can hang out, we can hang out <laughs> and just talk and, you know, kind of, we both stay creative, so we come up with all these ideas all the time. But in a way, it can be crazy because all these ideas and all this creativity. But then it's like, you know, it's my best friend and... Yeah, I am, yeah, I just like now actually I do see that I am, I am a, I guess I am a married type. Yeah. I just did not know that before. Yeah. So, I am happy. It's just, yeah, it just took a while to figure out what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> because it was so fast and so young. No, it's all right, because a lot of people do it online, too. I know plenty of people that have met people online, and then they ended up getting married and being together. So, you know, it works, you know. It's just, you know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, people, you don't no, want... I, I, I... Good, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 I, 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 I totally believe it works, and now I see it more and more, and I just, you know, I just, 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 I just,
you know, something, something normal people do. It's just, yeah, it's just, you know, another way to meet somebody. Yeah. So, oh. I, yeah, I love it. <laughs> what's your most greatest happiness and what's your most greatest regret in life? Oh, my happiness, my happiness. I don't know. Actually, I think I have a lot of happiness. Um, you know, I don't have kids, so I know people say, like, the kid is, like, just happiness, and I don't have kids yet, but I, you know, I try to be grateful and happy for everything that comes my way. I know it sounds kind of, it sounds a little weird if I say a doggy is my mm. biggest happiness, but it is. Yeah. <laughs> I love them so much. Yeah. I think she taught me about love. You know, this unconditional love that everybody talked about that I did learn it from her. Yeah. I know, it's kind of no, no. crazy, but yes, it's my biggest happiness. <laughs> your dog, <laughs> your dog is your child. Regret. <laughs> yeah. And what about... Oh, regret. Yeah. You know, if I st start digging, I can find so many regrets. Mm -hmm. It would be just crazy. But at the end of the day, I hope I conquer them. Mm -hmm. I hope I moved on from them. Mm -hmm. So, so, yeah, uh, well, I, I, I cannot say that I... Had any regrets yet? Because, you know, I, I, well, but I can't say that I didn't do anything stupid. I have a lot of them. <laughs> Just like I think we'll have, like, hours and hours about my regrets. But, um, I cannot pinpoint, like, one, the biggest one. <laughs> Yeah. Mm, oh, I, I, I don't know. I think like, but I, I can't call it a regret because I think I'm still working on it. A lot of things happen to me, like not good things, because of um, low self, like low self-esteem. Mm -hmm. A lot of bad things happen. Yeah. But I, I can't say that it. Yes, it is a regret. I could not just fix it in one second. So it is a process to get over it and work for this. So in this case, I can't say that I don't regret because, yes, it is. I mean, stupidity would be another one. <laughs> <laughs> but um, in a way, uh, in a way, um, I'm still working on it and still trying to, you know, not to allow things that happen, happen now. And, you know, one of my kind of um, passions and dreams to be involved with, uh, you know, helping females work on their self-esteem because I think, you know, a lot of things happen, bad things happen just because of that, especially, you know, coming from, uh, you know, coming from Ukraine, the country that is not so empowering. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just say that. So, yeah, it's just a bad yeah, so, yeah, I think so. <laughs> Yeah. I want to talk about your paranormal experience that, you know, I'm sure you got a, you got a lot of recognition for that. Um, if, you could, if you could tell, like, the people that who probably don't know about it, can you tell the audience what happened to you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, it, was, it was crazy what happened. I don't know. Because uh, it was, like, years ago, I think, like, a little bit more. I did this interview for uh, this morning. It's a British morning show. Mm -hmm. And they asked about... Uh, sex with ghosts. Yeah. And, um, and, um, it's like, it's like crazy how it happened because it happened like a couple of years before. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it happened to me and I just tried to forget about it. I was like, okay, it's weird. 
Mm-hmm. But then I'm just trying to move on with my life and just don't, you know, just don't go too crazy about it. Yeah. So I kind of forgot about it. And then uh, my friend, um, Patty Negri, she's a psychic and, uh, and she, she's like number one psychic in the world. So it was events that she was asking, is it, Anybody has ever, like, sex with ghosts? And I just, like, I came to her, like, I mean, I'm not sure it's exactly ghosts. It's like, it's not like they come to you and announce themselves. And they're like, hey, I'm a ghost. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So, I just, like, I, uh, I said it wasn't some kind of entity that, you know, it was not visible. But I could kind of, I definitely feel, mm-hmm. it feels like, you know, shaped like a human, but it had this, you know, I couldn't see it, but I could feel it. It had some kind of, it's kind of, kind of weird to describe it, but if, for example, human would be in water and mm-hmm. still, but in a light, you kind of feel it, like you see the silhouette. Yeah, the silhouette. It's strange. Something like that. So, and I, I told her what happened. She's like, oh my gosh, she's text with ghosts. I was like, really? I thought it was an alien. <laughs> I was like, this is how much I knew who was that. But she's like, are you willing to talk about this? And, you know, I thought a lot about it mm-hmm. because it's a, you know, it's a internet and it's a personal and, you know, people a lot of times just judge you and just tell you, like, you're just insane. Mm-hmm. And, you know, talking to me, obviously, you see, I have a lot of things that people tell me that I'm insane. <laughs> so I didn't want another one on the top of this. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've been totally labeled that, okay, uh, this chick is, like, totally nuts. <laughs> but then, you know, I thought about it did happen and and I thought like if it happened to me because Patty was telling me like you know it happens to a lot of people just people don't talk about it so I thought like maybe there is a chance to kind of bring attention to it and I always thought that you know it's kind of crazy that we're using only 5 to 10 percent of our brain yeah so maybe the stuff that we think is paranormal it's it's not that, I mean, we're just not capable to process it yet just because we're not using all our capabilities. Mm-hmm. So, you know, thoughts like this, and then I I decided, okay, I'll do an interview. And uh, for a way, it was just 2 o'clock or 3 o'clock in the morning, so I just talked about it, and I went to bed, and then I woke up next day, and I was like, whoa, it's like, anyway, it's having some post. It's like, <laughs> it's like this went all around the world. I was like, Oh my gosh, how many movies have done? And I put my heart and soul, and, you know, and then it's like, it's like, ooh, quiet. Like, it was like, yes, it didn't happen, but uh, it's just like, it, people really responded to it, and I was like, whoa, that's, you know, you know, and people start writing me, and some people were very supportive, and, you know, this has happened to me, and people come to me, you know, at the events, like, it happened to me. Some people were writing me that, you know, this is so, this is devil and it's possessed and it's like, you know, kind of scary stuff. And, you know, I do take everything to account. Like, you know, it is unknown and it is, it is scary mm-hmm. and it is, it's like, we don't know, but it is, it, it did happen. Mm-hmm. And then I said, reading more about it, what happened to other people. So something, it is out there and I can't say that I, it did not happen to me. So I don't know. And then I talked to Patty, and she she was giving me, like, good points. She's like, you know what? Nothing can harm us unless, like, we allow them to harm us 
Mm-hmm. But you always know that you have a power to say yes or no. Mm-hmm. That's up to us. And I, I felt like that's a great message. And, and actually, that's why we're producing a movie now called Best Ghost, kind of to... It is, like, loosely based on the experience, but most likely I'm interested in portraying this message that you you are strong enough to stand up for yourself, like, to, <laughs> to humans yeah. and non-human entities, because that's, like, Patty would, always, would tell me, like, this is our domain, this is our reality, you are, you're in charge. So I don't really like that, you know. Because something did happen and, you know, first it was just so weird. It was so out of this world. I didn't even know how to react. Like, I, you know, like, it's like, you're almost like frozen because it's just weird. It's like your brain like understands a little what's going on. But at the same time, it's so, like such a new experience. You don't even know how to judge it or, you know, you just like, this is just weird. Like, you're scared. But then you don't even know what you're scared of. It's just, it's just really, really bizarre. Because I did feel, you know, the touch, the push, and, and not just like random, but like it felt like some kind of whatever it was, you know. It was with the fingers and, you know, the hands, like some kind of, you know, human feeling, you know, body or whatever it was. So, yeah, I mean, it was weird for me to talk about it but then I talked about it I'm kind of glad I did yeah you got I it think out. it's like one of the yeah yeah I'm saying but like um, so, you know how you said like um, did it feel like a like a violation or did it feel good like what what what, what was going through your mind like what what's what's happening to me uh, uh, I mean first it was like what? it's like what is happening I don't know it's just like I was just frozen wow. it's just what's going on and then because you don't have any answers in your brain, you just don't know what's going on. Yeah. You just, you're just there, I guess. And just hoping that it'll go away or something will happen or there's some kind of answer will arrive in your brain, but nothing like this happens. It's just weird. Wow. It's just the whole thing is weird. Wow. So. I think, you know, it's, it's. So, you know. Yeah. It it's an amazing story though because it's just like you know you hear all these different things and you know like you know I, I think I think I think um it happened to Kesha too or something like I think it happened to her too I think she was saying that that was her inspiration for her song or something like that but yeah um, yeah, yeah I bet that yeah yeah uh-huh. but I'm I'm you yeah. know and I think in certain certain shows if you watch certain paranormal shows they had situations like that is almost like it's a it's a like a spiritual rape but it, it um did it feel that way to you or are you just like um, um, okay, this is weird. I feel something, but I don't know what it is, you know? I think, like, I did not know what it is. It yeah. was just very odd. It, like, I feel like my brain did not even, like, couldn't even, like, you know, like, react, but react to what? It's like, what is it? It's like, I don't even see anything. Yeah. It's, like, so trippy. And, you know, I know in an interview, like, they were kind of asking me, like, oh, it was, like, it did feel wonderful, because they didn't want to, like, the interview, want to kind of twist it in a, it's a morning show. <laughs> yeah. So they want to make it sure that it's like, people are not freaked out and running, you know, <laughs> yeah. to safety. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God, it's so scary. So, because I was not, like, horrified, horrified after, no, I was not. I was, like, 
this is just weird, and it's just like this is unknown, and you know, you just go with it. Mm -hmm. I mean, to say like I was after this, I was jumping from joy. It's like, yay! <laughs> like, <"Holy." laughs> I wouldn't say that. <laughs> it's just something happened, and and it's just strange, and you know, the same thing that happened. Like I saw UFO. Yeah. It's just like this kind of thing, so you just throw them, yeah. and like I. I don't know, it's like maybe it's my way to react to things, but I just get frozen and almost numb. Yeah. Because I, you know, you don't have this, you don't know what to do and what not to do because, like, you don't want to harm yourself further by yeah. doing something, but yeah. you just want to get out with the least of, you know, amount of <laughs> scars. Yeah. <laughs> so, like that. Yeah. I'm saying, you know, yeah, I'm saying, you know, this, this, this sounds like a movie too. Like, like the way I'm saying, you know, it's, it's a horrible thing to happen to you, but it sounds like this could be like a, a like a, a, a script for a movie too. That this is amazing. This is like, yeah, yeah. you know, that's what we're working on. Like, uh, you know, script for this movie, yeah. you know, stuff like that, because, you know, and, and the film that we are doing, it's like, it starts like, it's kind of like, you're just like, okay, then it's kind of like fun in a way, but then it just turns really bad and you do need to, to learn how to protect yourself and, uh, you know, mm. and be stronger than whatever it is. Yeah. So, at least that's what I learned from that. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, being, I think, like, have your boundaries, spiritual and physical more. Yeah. But at the same time that it happened, I was searching for answers. I was searching for answers to my spiritual questions. Like, is there out there something? You know, I was I was open. I think just the timing that it happened, it kind of responded to 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 the questions that I had because I was like, you know, I read all the books. I you know, I go to church. I go here there. It's like. You like, you know, and is it is it something there? What is it? Is it like anything beyond what we see? And I was very, very open and, and questioning. I mean, I still am, like, but I think now I'm kind of a little bit more, like, you know what? You know, have my spiritual boundaries too, <laughs> yeah. because we want good, we don't want bad. So we don't know what is this exactly. But uh, it, it did give me an answer in a way. Um, that it is some something out there, and you, in the end, it was not frightening. It was frightening to me, but the entity was not frightening. It was it did not come to harm. Mm -hmm. It was you know, it was kind of in a way, if you can say, gentle. <laughs> but uh, a good gentle. But it was, it was, but it was. I felt like in a way, it was answered to you know this question: if it, if it's something there, if it yes, there is something there, and it's not that it is. It is positive. It's just like, what do you do with this? Or are you ready for that? Or, you know, and I, I did think about it a lot after, especially with all this mail. You know, how do I feel and what was it for me? You know, that's why I kind of was the, a good, uh, it was a good spiritual path, like just journey for me just to discover for myself. How do I feel about all that? And, and that's why I feel so strongly about making this movie. 
And if people out there, what did I find out for myself, you know, for research, talking to other people, you know, just experiencing it, like how to, you know, how to be safe. And <laughs> nobody knows. <laughs> There's no, like, instructions how to, like, you know, what to do and how to act. I think we're just letting people know that you're not alone. It's already a big deal. Mm-hmm. That's what I felt much, much better than I heard that, it is happening. It's not just me, like, imagining stuff. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Have you ever, I know you talked to the psychic about it, but have you ever talked to, like, um, anybody else about it? Like, you know, I'm sure your, your parents know, right? Of course they know now if they didn't know, but. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if my mom was not happy about asking how she felt about this. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, see, that's what happens when you go to L.A. <laughs> uh, I'll <laughs> find out anything if you know anything please let me know because this is a fascinating story <laughs> definitely yeah, I will definitely <laughs> will so I'll around I'll let them know I have um, um, two more questions for you what's a what's a typical day in the life of Natasha what is your typical day is like um, just you know rehearsals looking for work uh, working on a craft like on an acting because it is a it is a it is a muscle, it is a skill. Mm-hmm. It's um you know, trying to, to see as much art as I as I can. And um you know, I think what's important for me in everyday life it's feeling inspired. Mm-hmm. I am um, also I um, I watch a lot of news. <laughs> you know, I, I do wanna be connected to the world and um I do wanna I do, I think being compassionate, it's really important for anybody and especially for actors. So, and you know, also, yeah, so I do, you know, 
you know, I watch a lot of news to know what's going on. Because I don't want to make movies that actually bring the issues that I care about in the light. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so the music, acting, and you know, like recently I started like uh, designing clothes. So I'm really passionate about this. So I uh, I make I make my clothes, like my dresses, and wow. and uh, that's it's it's very it's it's, <laughs> it's exciting and and it's like another way to express yourself. Wow. Actually, I said wearing them on red carpets. It's kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I love it. I know, love my dog. You know, for so much. You know, basically being a Train, you know, I, as I told you after martial arts movie, I do um, start training much more, and you know, I'm not a martial artist, but hey, I do kickboxing. Yeah, okay, that's great. <laughs> I do uh, Thai <laughs> You know, I told I told TJ who plays my boyfriend in uh, in martial arts, just like I do Thai Bo. She was like, what? I think I like insulted the whole martial arts community with my high oh. bones and like a martial arts or something. I was like, oh, I was trying to be good. <laughs> he probably said, you know, he probably, he probably said, I was going to say, he probably said Billy Blanks was so 90s, you know. <laughs> yeah, I just find it somewhere on YouTube. Okay. <laughs> it's fun. Oh. I don't know. Yeah. Oh. And, um, yeah, I like to, no, 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 okay, continue, continue. Oh, no, 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 I'm just thinking, what else do I do? It's like, you know, I'm, I'm really, I'm a kind of, uh, I can be a homebody, I can spend a lot of time by myself, and also I can be very social, but, you know, I try to work at least on my craft every day, and, you know, it's, it's acting, it's like you're constantly searching for a new project. Like you know, reading scripts or you know, creating material because now um, we actually start uh, started our own production company and like you know the projects we're working on. It's like as I told you, like the sex with ghost movies and the comedy Natasha Zero Zero. Then there's a, a superheroine project, uh, Superhero Noble. Um, so it's it's uh, you know it's like creating your own material part of something that I'm passionate about and I dedicate time and, and you know, and there's another, there's a pilot, like we are working on sci-fi pilot with a very big cast and this is, it's, it's all exciting, it's just, it takes time and, but, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of exciting to be able to, you know, to do all this and create and just be a part among those creative people who I really respect and love so much. <laughs> That's amazing. And um, Natasha, my final question to you: What would Natasha today tell Natasha when she was younger? What would you tell yourself? Oh, you know what? Believe in yourself. Believe in you know one step at a time. Keep moving, and always, always do what's right, and keep it positive. Keep it and positive. care mm. about yourself and others. I think that's really, really, really important. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, Natasha, um, so, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. You continue. What she was going to say. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm just, <laughs> no, no, thank you. I just think it's amazing. I was thinking it sounds amazing and that's what I strive to do. You know, when they say surf, that's, it's kind of like a new meaning to me. Like, what can you do for others today? 
And I think it's it's important question to ask yourself, but also build yourself up so that you're actually able to give. Mm. So start from there and then go out. That's what I would tell myself. I don't know if I'll listen to that, but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we'll Natasha, unplug um, your social media, plug anything you have coming up. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, yes, it's, um, please, please, please follow me on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, um, Check out my website, natashablasic.com. Listen to, to music, uh, snowflakesthemusic.com. And, um, yeah, and, uh, actually another movie coming out pretty soon. It's a social, uh, it's a social, <laughs> it's a romantic <laughs> comedy called The Sex Trip. And it's, uh, it's a really, it's a really fun, fun, fun story. And we even have, um, um, Frank Stallone there, a Chewy from Chelsea Lately. So it's a really good, it's a really good cast of, uh, some really great English actors. So it's gonna be a really fun movie that's coming, uh, coming out soon. And, yep, and please follow me, and, and hopefully, you know, people will enjoy what I do. <laughs> but at least I hope. Yeah, well, they will. They definitely will. I'm going to play um, Snowflakes, What Does Your Heart Say? That's uh, one of the singles, right, of the the group? Yes, yes. It's, um, yeah, it's uh, from, our, from our band, and actually, yeah, it's like, I... It's one of my favorite songs. I, I love it so much. You know, I knew I knew that I'm such a rocker in my heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I think now, I think it's not our um, most kind of rocking song, but I just, I love the message. I, uh, you know, I, you know, so I just, I just love, I love the song. Thank you for playing. No, <laughs> no problem. I love you. I enjoy playing it so much. No, no problem. I'm going to play it. It's so nice talking to you. Thank no. you. Thank you so much for listening to you. No, no problem. I was going to play it right now after I exit, and I just hope everybody out there was intellectually stimulated by way of mobile devices. Have a good one.
What does your heart say? 